What up, what up? We're back with episode of 11 of the deluxe version. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> uh, I was at, I had a little hiatus last week. I, I don't know. I was having like a week-long existential crisis, but I'm back and I, just basically trying to be bigger and better with this podcast. And here I am again with another guest, Marvin Simmons in the building. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Really appreciate you coming, man. Like it's, it's, it's been a minute since I've seen you and like... You're definitely like when I started this podcast. You're one of the one of the people on the list I wanted to talk to because you got such a unique style and like even though uh, maybe you're not a designer or a copywriter, like you bring definitely a creative sense to the game. Uh, like no doubt, bro. Like that. creating creating inspiration. Appreciate that, man. It means a lot. Yeah, yeah no doubt. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, this episode will get less awkward as we as we continue <laughs> this because we're really, we're really awkward at the beginning of this. But uh, let's basically like uh, do like an icebreaker of this and. Uh, tell, tell us a little about yourself, because like motherfuckers don't know you, so Fair. let's. <laughs> Fair yeah, they don't know me, so yeah. but I like people to just bring themselves in and and introduce themselves, and then we'll like explore you, and then we'll explore what's been happening in the week culturally. No, no. Um, my name is Marvin. Uh, I work as a strategist at an advertising agency. Um, I met met you at seventy two. Yeah, probably. Two, two and a half years ago. Now? Yeah, you were you were interning there, and I was a freelancer that I didn't get fucking hired. Yeah, <laughs> I, I interned there for a bit, then I freelanced for a bit, mm-hmm. didn't get hired. Either, Ex- and yeah, ended up leaving after like a year. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's funny how life is like that, but it's funny how those losses they almost make you better in a way. No, definitely. Yeah, like I don't even see myself at seventy two anymore. Like if, if there's an opportunity, I probably wouldn't wouldn't take it. Word. Yeah. Word. Fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's real. That's real. It is. Uh, it could you grow? You realize what you need, and you realize maybe that's not what you fully needed. Yeah. So things things just explore, grow on further. Like the world gets wider and deeper, and that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. Priorities change. It's exactly. So important. Yep. Seasons change. Yeah. Colors rearranged. For sure. All, all that shit. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's talk about uh, like what? How do you feel like uh, your start was creatively? Like what? What inspired you as a kid? Basically. Mm, as a kid. Uh, just, I think sports a lot, like mm-hmm. playing sports my whole life was a big inspiration. What sports? I played basketball growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, that was the point shooting point guard, shooting oh, guard. Yeah, nice. yeah, That's a bit of both. And then what like, was your number? Five. That was, that was the number you went. That yeah. was like, uh, like Jason Kidd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were a Jason Kidd fan? I wasn't a big Jason Kidd fan, but that was, that was the number I gravitated oh, towards. Gotcha. Okay. I switched up a few Everyone's times. got their number. Yeah. 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 You, do you have a number as well? Uh, I don't think I did like. Damn, I I want to say one. Okay. I uh, I don't know, maybe Penny, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just remember like in a lot of my throwback photos, I was always wearing the the number one. Yeah. Like uh, especially like I remember like a lot of uh no fifteen too because I was a huge Vince Carter fan. That's yeah. that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, th- th- that going on. So uh, what inspired you from that? Like the yeah. like the culture that I like. I think I got hurt playing basketball and kind of had to figure out what I was going to do mm-hmm. outside of that. Um, was always big into music, so that felt like a, a good place to play. And mm-hmm. I actually wanted to do journalism for a bit. Nice. Thought about broadcast journalism. So What I, publications uh, inspired you, do you feel? Mm, I feel like it wasn't a ton of publications. It was just more so like things that my friends were doing, mm-hmm. uh, more so than like any single source. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like, I don't know, going to college, went to LMU, mm-hmm. and just kind of like found people doing interesting stuff and followed them more so than like any certain blogs or outlets real so. talk i wish that was easy for me because like i see you do that shit all the time and i'm like how does he know all these cool niggas and, <laughs> and i'm just and i'm just like yeah. damn that's so that's so cool like like you're always curating so much you're like uh well i didn't do that shit at the beginning but uh on this podcast i call myself the curative creators because yeah. like i bring in creators and all this shit 
But I feel like you do that shit too, like definitely on a on a grander scale, and like on a more like more with like more results. Nah, I, I wouldn't I would say that. I wouldn't yeah. give myself that much credit. But I, I, it's important. I don't know. For yeah, me, there's there's a lot of sources out there, and it's like just get to. If they're your friends, it makes it easier to, to support them. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what projects are you working on? You, are you excited about? Um, I'm working on, I think, one project. Uh, it's called The Youngs. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to actually talk about that because, like, it seems, like, really successful with uh, what, what you guys are doing with Tyree making those, doing those dope-ass pictures. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been fun so far. We had, had two events so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one was, like, a birthday party that was just, like, very overly, like, packaged and, mm-hmm. like kind of was the, the jumping off point for this project mm-hmm. um it's got a lot of friends together people mm-hmm. who don't normally hang out and it's like open bar situation can't yeah can't yeah. fight that yeah a couple a couple of dope djs yeah it's like just met made new friends met people let the circles overlap mm-hmm. a little bit and just have a good time that's crazy like just that circle because i think uh because i'm not even from la i'm almost like starting over with that so yeah. so it's almost great to seeing this jumping off point do you feel like Maybe you've grown up with some of these people, or like you met them mostly through like LMU, or just like it's, it's weird. I don't really feel like I'm. I'm definitely not from LA. Like mm-hmm. grew up in Pomona, which oh, is right, 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 LA County, but mm-hmm. not LA. I can't claim it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going to LMU, it's in LA for mm-hmm. sure, but it's like definitely a bit isolated. Uh, yeah. So it feels like having been out of school for a couple of years now, like I'm mm-hmm. in LA more. Yeah. And like to a certain point, starting over and starting fresh, uh, and I don't know. Yeah, most definitely. It's, it's, it's always it's always kind of new. It's mm-hmm. always kind of fresh. Uh, let's get into more some other shit. Uh, what is what's something like a trend right now? Do uh, what's a trend you like like right now? What's a trend you kind of hate? Trend I like. Um, I'm really into like one of ones, like a lot of custom custom fashion stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a nice it's a nice trend that's happening. Kind of mm-hmm. a, a pushback against like fast fashion mm-hmm. things happening too quickly. Yeah. Um, and everyone kind of having the same stuff mm-hmm. as a result. I think that's that's nice. It allows people to do more bespoke things. Mm-hmm. Um, bought bought a few custom like one of one pieces. Oh, not, that's uh, what's up. Like yeah. uh, like what? Uh, my buddy Orion, uh, cat in New York. He has like a brand out there. Orion mm-hmm. Process. Got got one of his, his hoodies. Just a little angsty. That's what's up. Uh, that's what's it's up. Got, it's got some animosity to it, but it's it's a nice piece. <laughs> It's a nice piece. Uh, I think that's a nice, it's a nice trend. Or are there like any like I would like quote unquote mainstream brands that you really fuck with? Or yeah, uh, I mean, what is mainstream? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I I would say a good way to describe mainstream is maybe uh, uh like something like like a household name or basically like like something like uh like a teenage mom would know. Teenage mom out of out of nowhere. You're like, how the <laughs> fuck did you know that? Uh, I don't know. Like. Nike, Asics, are these household names? These, these are, these I'll say these are household names, or yeah, like the ones that are in your, uh, in your browse all in, in Instagram. Fair. Yeah, in the browse and Instagram. Ah, that's tough. I feel like, I don't know, I tend to avoid super mainstream brands. Like, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a brands that I think are mainstream in my mind, or like mm-hmm. feel mainstream within the people I know, like, I don't know, Anwar Carrots. Yeah, yeah, like, feels- like Anwar, he's like, he's definitely been killing it, and then, uh, Someone I really like uh, was Sebastian, like his Rare Panther style. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. He's doing a pop up, I think, this weekend in Silver Lake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need uh, to check that out. I went to I went to the the, the joint on Thursday. Oh, the open nigga, you're always at those. You're always <laughs> at those shits. I uh, I want to yeah like like I'm you're because we oh I think that's the reason our our friendship kind of developed yeah. more and more because like 
we kind of we barely knew each other at seventy two, yeah, but yeah, we would yeah. always see each other at events. Yeah, just and in the scene. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I like how that that's really cool how friendship just like blossom like that. I feel like there's a lot of concert situations. A lot of concerts happened. too, like uh, like the Janae show. I think that was like yeah. the first time I, I saw you in a minute. That was, that was a that was a funny show. That was. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't, I, I can't count myself as a as a true Janae fan. Same. Yeah. Like it was free, and then yeah. I met her a couple of times, but I can't yeah. say I'm like a, a hardcore Janae fan. Yeah. I mean, she like the music was good, but mm-hmm. just the the performance art. I think there's like a bit of theatrics in there. Oh yeah, well. the the Icon Wonderland. It yeah. was kind of weird, like how when she first started, they were like, oh, because she has to somebody bring her a drink, and then it was like part of the performance, and yeah. she yeah, yeah. she got she got quote unquote poisoned. Yeah. And, Oh, that, that was kind of weird. That threw me off. For sure. Yeah, I thought that really happened. I was yeah. like, "Yo, that shit is trippy," <laughs> but uh, it, it turned into just like a performance art, and that was really cool. Absolutely. Did mm-hmm. A few more shows after that. I feel like a few more. Uh, the Tori Moi show. I mm-hmm. uh, probably some other shows that I can't remember. I think I think we even ran into each other at Complex Con too. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Like I'm hyped for Complex Con this year. What, what are you, What are your thoughts on that on Complex Con? It was like I did. Uh, this is. This is me being kind of petty, but <laughs> I hated all the lines, like for all the the limited for yeah. all the limited shit. Like I, I kind of wish there was a better way to organize it, but uh, to be fair, like there it could have been a lot worse. Like yeah. uh, the execution could have been a lot worse. It could have been like a fire fest or so much, for some shit. Sure. Yes, I, sure. I threw shots at you, Ja Rule. <laughs> uh, yeah, it could have it could have been a lot worse, but uh, it was it turned out really successful. The panels and everything. So, but and I'm I'm excited to see like how they bring it this year because it's sure. gonna be Long Beach again. So. For sure. I think that for it being the first one, like mm-hmm. it turned out really well. Yeah, it could have. It was way more successful than yeah. I, than I than I, it should have been. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It was uh, it was it was good. It was really good. A lot of a lot of dope artists. I wish I had gotten more panels. Yeah, like uh, I do. Yeah, I do have some regrets. Like I. Uh, What's his uh, Brent Rollins? He's he used to be a creator director at Complex, and he's I, I would say he's like one of my heroes. Mm. And I saw him like briefly when during like the Pharrell unveiling. Yeah, but I didn't get a chance to talk to him. I was like, uh. I'll probably run into him later, and I never saw him again. <laughs> that that pissed me off like that entire day that That's I didn't exactly. get a chance to see him. Well, it'll happen due time. In due yeah, time. like uh, who would you say? Who do you say are, like people that inspire you? Like I, uh, uh, like with the shit they do. Uh I think the Rare Panther Cat, like some of the stuff they do is really tight mm-hmm. from a idea standpoint, from a theory standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a good, it's a good rhetoric that he's he's producing through yeah. his stuff. Um, I'm trying to think what other what other brands or publications inspire me. Mm-hmm. Um, or a better question: what uh, what's some shit you like? What is basically some content you watch every day or like? Uh, like something you experience every day, like a website you go to, like maybe as soon as you wake up or something. I like ID. Mm-hmm. I like ID magazine a lot. Like they cover a wide range of uh, mm-hmm. just topics. I think their their op eds are quite nice as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's there's so many. I think it's just the stream. It's just it's it's true. It's, it's, yeah, it's my Instagram feed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Honestly. I feel like that's the best way to put it because like it's it's personal too. Like. Yeah. Uh, like I feel like the same way people are with with their tumblers. Like everyone yeah. has has their tumblers, or uh, it's their specific feed and uh, that inspires them in uh, in a custom way, which is which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, or what content do you watch? Do you, do you feel like do, are you watching Everyday Struggle on Complex? No, you're not. No, I'm Why not. Not? I don't know. Joe Budden kind of rubs me the wrong way. I I think <laughs> that's the reason why. Like he's he's. I think he's trying almost too hard to be controversial, yeah. and he, he yeah. get he gets too mad. Like he turns into. Uh, What's that character's name in uh, 
in the regular show, the gumball guy. People said he looks like him when he oh, gets mad. He just, I don't know. He just seems frustrated. At all he just seems angry. He does. Know? Like he's very, he's very jealous of the the past generation he of is, this generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like he wish he was that successful. Besides pumping up, age, yeah, for sure. Which is understandable. It's understandable frustration. Yeah, like the, the kids are doing things quick. Exactly. That's true. Like, yeah. uh, like things are just coming and going, for and sure. it's um, it's crazy. Like, uh, it's funny how time passed. Like. It's like I was thinking about the damn Daniel guy recently, and it's it's funny that that was a year ago, but it feels like it was maybe five years That's ago. Right. Yeah, and just how how things become so immediate, especially once they're on Ellen. Yeah, like okay. once they're on Ellen, they they become so concrete she, into the culture. She's, she's pop culture for sure. Like uh, like the Nuggets guy. Like like have you heard about the Nuggets, the Nuggets I don't know guy? The Nuggets guy. The Nuggets for Carter guy. Nah. Okay. All right. I'm about to break. I'm about to break some shit down for you because I feel like this would never happen again. Uh, there's this guy, uh, his name was Carter, and he basically tweeted at Wendy's. He was like, Wendy's, how many retweets do I need to get uh, a year supply of nuggets? He was like, and they were like, 18 million. He was like, I bet. And then he was like, <laughs> basically, people were retweeting and retweeting, and it came to a point, because at, at this point, Ellen's, Ellen's picture from uh, from the Oscars was the most retweeted picture. Yeah. So it was basically him and uh, Ellen competing, and at, at one point, eventually, he beat Ellen's uh, picture as like the most retweeted thing, and that's Jeez. how he won the Nuggets. He has got like three point four million retweets. Goodness, yeah, so that's sick. It is, and like they were like, "Fuck the eighteen million! You're the most retweeted person ever. We're yeah. gonna give you that. Uh, we're gonna give you those the, those Nuggets after it's, all." It's spicy, the the regular. So that is a good point. It, that's a good point. It's a big distinction. It is a big distinction, and then uh, I feel like they kind of they kind of they kind of got him in a way because I know someone that got. A year supply of chick-fil-a but basically what they did is like it's not like you can get chick-fil-a whenever you want you basically yeah. got like 52 like uh hole punches uh, so you can only get free chick-fil-a once a week got it like the lottery exactly like, yeah lottery yeah there, there's always a plan there's always uh there's always a plan there's always like some kind of some kind of controversy in yeah, that that makes sense uh what kind of like uh with the stuff you're doing with like the youngs and uh like maybe the stuff you're doing at work uh, what do you? What kind of impact do you want to make uh, culturally, or what? What do you think your end all goal is? If if you say if you could say it, uh, provoke provoke people, provoke the human mm-hmm. experience. Um, I think the Youngs is just like a good community project. It's, mm-hmm. it's meant to build community mm-hmm. and support that community. Uh, giving away like I think this weekend we're gonna give away like a scholarship as a part of the rest. Oh, of that's that. what's up. Um, yeah. Scholarship, that's a weird word. Maybe like a foundation or seed money. I think yeah. You call it. That's what's up. Like like giving back. Like yeah. I think I'm trying to find a way to to go that route and be be less selfish. I feel like I'm too selfish sometimes. You, you have to be to a certain extent yeah. to make things happen. I, I feel like it's a bit of give and take. Like uh-huh. you have to invest in yourself before you can kind of invest in others. Like, so do you feel like you've taken enough? Uh n- I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm still finding the balance for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I think I'm I'm learning to give and learning to take what I need and not take more than what I need. Yeah. Um. Which is which has been healthy for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that project has been like a good one to like. It forces you to find the balance because it is mm-hmm. you're you're throwing events and you have to cater to everyone who's who's attending these events. That's true. Um. And make sure that it it feels right for them. So do you feel like you've grown to maybe? To maybe learn about people, like almost like, uh, like almost like an observer in a way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I feel like that's and working as a strategist. Yeah, like yeah. I was about to say like, that's yeah. a lot of the yeah. role is just mm-hmm. like uh, watching and listening and like kind of consuming a ton of information. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from? Like, uh, like you were so into maybe. Do you think that goes back uh, 
is like this is like like the same way Joe Button has like conspiracy theorists. Joe, this is me being a conspiracy theorist. Uh, do you feel like maybe with sports, like the way you were like into sports, maybe observing sports, maybe that's where that strategy came in? Yeah. Or <laughs> I, I feel like it. I mean, I've always been very curious. I feel like it stems from probably my mom. Like mm-hmm. I probably got that from her. Like just have always been. She forced me to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. Like that forced me to be curious and like learn more about the world oh so you're you're very you were very nomadic when you were a kid yeah i mean i stayed i stayed in promoter my whole life Mm -hmm. but she was very keen to like go on trips and like go places that we haven't been before even within like just the confines of the city Mm -hmm. just like finding new new experiences yeah i think holding on to a bit of that and like that curiosity has definitely like informed my my job as a Mm -hmm. and like the side projects and making sure those things. What do you think uh, has been like your best travel experience? Uh, you you could say, or uh, like your best learning experience from from traveling. Um, I think I learned a lot when I went to Tokyo mm-hmm. like, recently. Um, just about I don't know. It was like very much being an outsider, mm-hmm. um, which was like incredible. Mm-hmm. And, like was able to learn a ton through that experience. You just learn a lot about just like how. And it's a very vastly different culture than my own. Yeah. Um, and just like observing how they behave and like how the the, the world within Tokyo coexists with mm-hmm. like this very structured society that's like balanced, like has to balance out like this very manic and kind of crazy mm-hmm. anime filled society. Yeah. Like, I like, uh, did you grow up on anime? Were you like really inspired by anime? anime no, as a kid? You I weren't. I wasn't. I, I I was put onto a show. I think like the one One Punch. One oh, One Punch Man! One I still, I still Man. haven't seen that, but it, but it's basically been everywhere. Like the impact, because yeah. everyone talks about that guy. I, I watched one episode. I was, it was like one of my good friends' like favorite shows, mm-hmm. and I don't know, just didn't, know, I didn't know what to expect, honestly, and it was wild mm-hmm. and like it was, it was interesting. Like, yeah, for sure. Like seeing that coexist with like a very traditional like Japanese society, like those those two worlds, yeah, like, it's, forced together. I think yeah, because like. It's funny that you mentioned that because I, well, I feel like this is going to lead into like a deep conversation like about stereotypes and shit, but uh, <laughs> I don't know where this is going to go, but uh, basically just the way like things become like hyperbolized. Yeah. Uh, like, like I feel like with America, like I feel like we still have like that cowboy mentality on our backs and with, uh, with uh, Japan, maybe it's like that same, same way with anime. Like you get like this dynamic uh uh, environment with like One Punch Man and maybe like people can even say he's like the Japanese Superman in a way but uh, like everything's so mm-hmm. dynamic and then it becomes compressed into something that's more real and something that's more realistic um, which is, which is crazy and I, I think but that's that comes from certain roots somewhere so it's, yeah, so it's interesting yeah for sure I mean it's like it's it's very easy to buy into that like it's just e- an easier way to understand the world is mm-hmm. to one understanding of a group of people or like uh, a culture exactly like I uh, or what does it say about yourself? Like, uh, like what's maybe something that's that you stem from yourself that you feel like can be like branched out, or do you feel, or you feel like people like, uh, people like uh, gravitate towards, and they maybe they 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 piece that into like something that inspires them. Um, about myself, yeah, I, I feel like I don't know. We, we were talking about earlier, like the, the style thing. Yeah, like, like that's like a. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have an aversion to people like saying that about me but, it, but like, it's just so it's just so expected because you're yeah. it just feels like a it's like a very um easy way to define someone mm-hmm. um and like you can if you define someone as that you can kind of dismiss other aspects mm-hmm. or elements of them like mm-hmm. it just 
Which is good and bad. Yeah. Uh, then what? What do you feel like is this? It's like like I. Uh, I feel like this is getting more personal than it should. Which is I don't <laughs> mind. <laughs> uh, what do you? Uh, what are? What are maybe traits, traits about yourself? Maybe creatively that that you would that you kind of want to expand upon or you you want to grow. Yeah, I mean it's weird. Like working as a strategist, like I'm not in the creative department, mm-hmm. which is like a weird distinction. Mm-hmm. And like I think in some circles, there's like a people who aren't labeled as creatives are like welcome as mm-hmm. creatives. Um, and like in other worlds, there's like a a finer line between the two. Yeah. Um, so I think. For me, like as a strategist, and like that, I don't, I don't identify as like a creative director, as a creative in mm-hmm. that way. Um, like wanting to be able to play in that space more, and yeah. Like do more creative things and work with creative people, and like mm-hmm. allow them to kind of see my utility and yeah, like what strategy, how that relationship can work with creative. That's interesting. Like, like, uh, like the way like you're so you're so familiar with I. Uh, uh, with things, uh, things visually and creatively, like as a as like an art director, copywriter, would yeah. like have you ever thought about experimenting with that? I have for sure. Like I don't know, it's it seems fun. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, especially with the projects we've talked about. Yeah, so like, yeah, I, I've been forced to do it. Like in some regards, like mm-hmm. just wanting to get my own like side projects off the ground, mm-hmm. like having to to put on multiple hats. Absolutely, which yeah. is like good and bad. I'd rather default to the experts and defer to the experts. Yeah, so, like working with. A proper designer instead of mm. pretending I am one. It's good because like, like it, it it forces you to to teach yourself in a way, yeah. and you become like almost like the Swiss Army knife of creativity. Like you didn't want it to be that way, but almost because of this this need to get it done, maybe on your own, you almost have to learn. So it's it's cool. It's, it works. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like it's it's a fun it's a fun process. I I you can't do it all by yourself. That's very the thing true. I, like, learned again and again is mm-hmm. like you have to work with people and rely on others and like. That's what makes the, the process fun. Yeah. That's what makes the end result different. Mm-hmm. And like the people will take ideas to places that you didn't, you didn't mm-hmm. imagine they'd go, which is, which is always nice. Yeah. I, let's talk about, I, come on real quick. Like what's maybe what, uh, something that you feel like, uh, that you carry on from, uh, basically growing up in Pomona that, that, uh, you carry with you to this day, do you feel? Yeah. I mean, Pomona's, Pomona's cool. It's, it's different. Mm-hmm. I think. Growing up in Pomona, but going to like a, I went to like a private, uh, like very religious Christian high school. Mm-hmm. Like a, it was like a, a Dutch Reformed Christian high school. Mm-hmm. So like go, going to high school there, but also growing up in Pomona, and then like playing basketball, like forced me to like exist in a lot of different worlds. Yeah, and like interact with people who wouldn't ever interact. It's funny, like uh, I, I, you almost feel like you're token in a way. Would you would you identify yourself as token? Uh... I, I wouldn't because I think I didn't like I wasn't embracing the role. Like, What's the rule? No, I wasn't embracing the role. Like, oh, I, I thought you like, said rule. My bad. No, no, no. I feel like uh like to be to be token, you got to be okay with that, and I was, oh, I just wasn't. That's a good way to put it. Like I, 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 I always thought it was something that just stuck with you because I've always felt token maybe since like since maybe like sixth grade. Yeah, I don't know. It's a long time. Yeah, it, it's been a long. I don't know. I've it's become. It's come to a point where I've just learned to embrace loneliness because I'd rather be by myself than be token these yeah, days. Yeah, for sure, yeah, for so. sure. I think it's like, I, I definitely didn't feel like a strong sense of community in high school. Like, mm-hmm. there weren't a lot of people that I could relate to on a ton of things. I feel like that now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I feel like we, there's, we talked about the, the collective. Yeah, the, the yeah. I think, collectives I think that's the main reason this episode started because, like, you hit me up about the collective. How did you know about that? Did you listen to one of the episodes? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you for being a listener. Absolutely, like, absolutely. Yo, I fucked you. I yeah. fucked you for that. All right, because 
Yeah, because like that's still like a huge dream of mine. It's just uh, talking about collectives and uh, like just le- having like this common uh, this common thread and yeah. just like I uh, almost like not. Uh, I'm about to make a Captain Planet reference, but it shouldn't be that gordy. But like, uh, like, like to that vibe. But yeah, like, uh, yeah, like collectors are, are where it's at for real. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think for me, that's something I'm, I'm longing for, looking for. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that like will happen organically. Yeah, I feel like you're doing that shit with the youngs though. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like it's for me like that's where that was like the first output of a collective mm-hmm. almost like, and I think it's another way in the same way this podcast is mm-hmm. like identifying people and finding people to work with exactly like my my dream is everyone who shows up to these parties like works together on mm-hmm. projects and it's like if you're, if you're not already working with people who you're going to the event with you're finding people that you can work with real talk all right so uh, i think when i was when i looked it up on on the youngs like i uh, it said you and will Edom, right you yeah. guys uh, how, did, how did that happen how did you guys work together to make uh, that happen i, I met will i don't know probably probably at the 24 in chino hills mm-hmm. uh, like a, while, a couple of years ago. Wait, what's that? It's, it's Gem and Gem and Chino Hills, where basically all the all the hoopers from the IE play. Okay, <laughs> okay. It's a very specific reference. Yeah, it is a very specific. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he went to UCLA, and I like met him on the way there, and mm-hmm. just ended, he ended up working at uh, 180 LA as well. Mm. Um, and then from there, like worked with him on that. Our birthdays are a day apart. So that's basically gotcha. where it stemmed from. Got oh, so like since the the first yeah, event the was birthday like, party is a jump off point. Was the birthday party for myself, mm-hmm. for him, and then my friend CJ because mm-hmm. uh, our birthdays are like back to back to back. Mm, gotcha. Why not? Okay. You know, it makes sense. S- like yeah, split the cost of a, a, a birthday event and just see what happens. Is that how, how you feel like it started, or uh, was it always a plan to like do something beyond that? It kind of just happened organically. Like we we're figuring out what to call it. Mm-hmm. Um and like came up with the, the name the Youngs and it, it worked for several reasons it ticked all the boxes mm-hmm. and afterwards so like continuing to think about it continuing to think of like what could this be people enjoyed it mm-hmm. I think that was the biggest thing like people responded well to it yeah and that that was surprised me to a mm-hmm. certain extent like I've done parties before in college and like they were fun oh that's what's up but it was just like random like house parties like, I think that's always great how things just stem like that like yeah. something small like I like something small like oh I used to do such and such and then it expands because you you almost had that knowledge experience before and yeah. uh, you didn't even expect the experience to, to almost to almost matter now but it Absolutely. did which is like, really great had no idea like throwing parties with my roommates in, in college would would be a learning experience mm-hmm. but like it definitely was yeah so it's something like uh, it's something to knock off your belt basically yeah uh what inspired that in college like what uh were the, were the parts just not jumping off at it was LMU? just weak yeah the scene was just not it was just not fun mm-hmm. i don't know like there was a lot of uh parties that they just the music wasn't right mm-hmm. the people weren't right like it just wasn't i didn't enjoy it so oh it like, right 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 i don't know if i'm gonna go out on a friday night why not go out to the yeah. thing that i'm doing and like if i don't like the vibe create the vibe mm-hmm. See if people see if that. People that might be the episode of this part. <laughs> that might be the name of this If I don't like the vibe, I'm gonna create the vibe. Yeah. Like that sounds like something like you tattoo on yourself, <laughs> for real. Uh, I think we talked about this too with selection too, because like, because um, I think that's another another like comment that we had was we were talking about selection. Because uh, I remember you used to always go to the uh, like the Sound of Tomorrow's every yeah. month. Yeah, yeah. Though, I think that's what really inspired me to come to LA too. Was because uh, I always used to watch, I used to listen to their shows on SoundCloud, and yeah. actually being here to experience it like live and in person was really exciting to me. As soon as I got out here, absolutely. Yeah, the selection cast there, it's it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a good look, definitely. I thought yeah. they, I don't know, 
they went from a radio show to like proper events and mm-hmm. now they have like a, a, a full show on, on exactly you know, yeah i kind of wish they were more consistent with maybe la shows out here yeah but i understand they're they're growing their brand and they're basically everywhere now so absolutely they're basically it's, they're it's worldwide mm-hmm. yeah okay. i mean you can't fight that do you yeah. feel like uh, maybe those parties inspired you too with uh, with uh, the Youngs or whatever. I think to a certain extent, doing. yeah. Like when I finished school and like finished at LMU, was just looking for more community and like people who were into the same things I was mm-hmm. and like finding. I think it just starts with people, right? So mm-hmm. you find people like DJs or whatever who mm-hmm. like they they play the music you do. Mm-hmm. I don't just like I grew up on a lot of jazz and like um, like blues stuff, so it was nice to hear not just like boom bap hip hop yeah at like parties mm-hmm. uh so like i gravitated towards that immediately as mm-hmm. a result um i think what's great about you is that you're doing all this shit in like uh in like a, an irl way like a lot of times people would do this maybe over social media or uh maybe through like uh friends of a friends but you're actually doing this by like with these like real life relationships which, yeah. is, which is really great like i've never seen that done before and that's really cool yeah i mean the internet's cool mm-hmm. but i don't know it's, are you really like th- are you really thrown off by social media? Or you were you really you'd be better without it? Are you that kind of person? I, it, it's I like it for like the inspiration it gives me and mm-hmm. like, it teaches me a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm able to see the world very quickly, which is amazing. So you don't use it. You don't really use it as a tool to maybe to meet other people socially. You feel I do a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely do a little bit. Like I've I've met I've met a, a handful of like really dope people mm-hmm. on the internet, um, which is like for better or worse. Like it, it's. It's effective. Yeah, it is um, effective. But I yeah. feel like it could be like it could handicap people and stop it from actually like engaging people in in real life. That's a good way to put um, it. Like, um, that is a good way to put it. I don't know. It's it's powerful, and sometimes that like that can that can handicap people and stop them from doing. Yeah, doing I, I think that's shit. a really great way to put it. That's a really traditional way that I feel like more people I, more people went that route because. People will almost maybe a lot of people will get their their friendships from like Kanye to the forums and like yeah. Twitter and that's stuff. Real. <laughs> that's real. I mean, that's yeah. a, you have a very strong like if if you're on the forums. You yeah. Guys have, Are you a forum guy? I'm not. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not, not either. I, I know of them. I, I watch them from a distance, but I I can't participate. In yeah, that. I'm I'm the same way. Like <laughs> like uh like forums, Reddit. Like yeah. I'm yeah. I'm basically just like a watcher from the sidelines yeah. and all that. I uh, let's see what else can we talk. I. Uh, Oh, uh, if you could collaborate with anyone, like who who would it be? Like like you, uh, like anyone, like. So that's a big question. That's a or big question. I feel like I don't know. The obviously Donda cats, Akshay cats, like all those people. Mm-hmm. They're they're dope. Oh, you I uh, oh you're the fuck with Donda. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Why uh, what do you feel like your your contribution would be? Like, what would you like to contribute? I mean, a lot of things. Like working as a strategist, I have. A, a book full of ideas that are unexecuted. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like, uh, what what party ideas for like what what an off white party could could look like. Oh shit! Um, just have a, just have a lot of shit written down and just mm-hmm. like, um, trying to find the right time to execute it. Mm-hmm. Whether that's with partners or just like finding ways to bring those things to life by myself mm-hmm. with my friends. Like for me, that that's the ideal, right? And so yeah, could could work with them and like sell give give ideas away. It's like bring them to life. That's a good. That's a good way to put it. Like uh, making other people's ideas come alive. Yeah, that's like I feel like working in advertising. Like you do a bit of that. Mm -hmm. You have to bring other people's things to life and like build their their brands and like support their projects Mm -hmm. and help them out. Already, I'm starting to get tired of that. Like I want to make my own things happen for myself lately. 
because um, I don't know, like, because everyone has their visions, and I feel like respecting that and, like, going your own path, like, I've seen it with, um, with especially with a lot of people did last year, like, Donald Glover and yeah. Issa Rae, like, they really inspired me, the fact that they're doing their own way, For sure. and, uh, like, they're doing stuff off their own experiences, their own visions, so I, w- I would like to go that route eventually. Absolutely. Uh, what's been a goal for you, like, uh, this year, like, uh, what have been some goals for you this year and what do you think you've accomplished so far since it's like almost mid-year yeah I think my only goal for this year is to been like to identify more as an artist than as a strategist that's what's I, up which I think has started happening that's pretty so. solid um, it's like a weird goal like mm-hmm. it's no real like it doesn't really mean anything. No, I know someone that's everything. doing the opposite though, like someone that's an uh, like an art director, and they're trying to go more the strategy route. Mm. So uh, they're trying to branch that out, especially like professionally. So yeah. I, it's totally understandable. Yeah, but I think doing that has been like setting that as a goal has forced me to like try new things and do do more drawings, do mm-hmm. more writings, like trying to trying to make some clothes, trying to do more events, mm-hmm. trying to make some films. It's a bit of everything, which is weird. Do you feel like uh, the fact that you go to a lot of events is that almost like an inspiration in a way? Like maybe like grabbing, like piecing in inspiration Absolutely. from there and there? Absolutely. You gotta steal. <laughs> you do for you real. Gotta steal. Like, uh, tell us about, like, uh, you hit me up about uh, like the, the super ret- retro future. Am I getting that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the Rare Panther joint. The Rare Panther Oh, uh, it was. Like, I thought, was that related to, like, because I know Future's doing an event in New York. Was in that the New same York. thing? It was, I mean, it's the same. Iwer's brand, like mm-hmm. Russ's brand, uh, but I think they have this an LA pop up. Gotcha. That was given to Rare Panther, and the New York store was given to. Oh, okay. That may, okay. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I was I was like, is that a future related event to here in yeah, LA? But no, it was no, no. it was something different. Yeah. Okay. That, that one was cool. Like they had they had a, a man's in there like uh, putting some embroidery on jackets mm-hmm. live at the event, which mm-hmm. is like it's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take that directly, but you, you can learn. You from get that. a, you get an inspiration from you can it, learn definitely. From that. Yeah, which is, I mean, everything, yeah. everything. What would you say? I, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm, you're one of the few people I can talk to about events because I feel like I'm always like hitting my homies up about events. Yeah. Like, like I have a, uh, like we have a, like a group chat where I'll just maybe bring up events that I see like on Splash or stuff. Yeah. But what's been, uh, maybe like in, the most exciting event you've been to this year? You feel, or something like something definitely memorable for you? Um. Think there's been a few. I feel like the the pop up joints, like the pop up shops, were yeah, always always a good vibe. I don't know. I feel, yeah, I don't want to see my own event because uh, that sounds crazy. Oh no, I'll share. I'll share one. <laughs> I'll share. I'll go first. Like yeah. I'll, I'll share one uh, or just a few that I remember. I uh, one that I remember definitely is it's like a monthly event, like uh, like Secret Walls. Have you heard of them? Yes. Yeah, yes. like I go to their events every month, and I really appreciate how much how much they've gotten bigger with uh, with what they created. Because I feel feel like with that growth, you're not really doing shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, like those are really good. Uh, those art battles. Uh, even just I like going to a lot of screenings. Like um, like they're doing all these Oscar screenings lately, and they even even did one for uh, Diva Samaro. Okay. Which is really cool. Uh, they came through to LA for for Weed Week. Okay. And that was really good. That's and solid. I think I try to take advantage of that because, like in LA, you don't really see in any other place but LA. I mean, excuse me. Uh, you don't really see like all these celebs basically having these post discussions with people in real time. So you really appreciate those intimate experiences, and I yeah. feel like you only get that maybe in like a major city like LA or New York. So I really want to take advantage of that, and I think that's the reason I, I'm really forced to go out like that. Right. Yeah, plus it's like a cool, like a cheap way to bring a date. Like I'm like, yeah. oh, such such is gonna be here. Like like pull up with yeah. me, basically. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I think I, I've thought about. it. I think my favorite event this so far this year has been um, 
when it's space 1520. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like space. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had like a panel discussion with a uh, couple, couple like it was Anwar, uh, uh, Theo, mm-hmm. Theo Posture, um, and a few other guys. Just kind of Are those like, the, the good posture joints? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was like an anniversary party for them. Oh, that's what's up. So they had like that and like a screening, film screening. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like a nice, well curated discussion. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a, it was, there was a DJ, but it wasn't a party. Yeah. Um, it was just like a bit more informative and like, I think you got, you took more out of it, mm-hmm. um, which was like really good. I think for me going out it needs to be with with the intent of conversation. That's and that's like, a good I, point. I don't do that. I need that. to learn something when I'm going out. Yeah. Otherwise I'm wasting my time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I should be staying in if I'm not learning yeah. something. That's a good point. Like I by learning do you also mean interacting or you just mean like just like learning from basically what you're experiencing? I think a bit of both. Like ideally like the interactions I'm having with people are teaching me something. Mm-hmm. Like finding people to learn from is ideal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also it's like if the space itself or like the art in it or like whatever mm-hmm. like if i can learn from that as well that that's dope definitely that's that's my my marker for like a good a good event yeah i uh, would like with the the event you're curating would uh would you want to add like that dis- this uh, <laughs> discussion structure to uh to yours i think so like at the last joint one of the homies said we should have a ted talk here yeah and yo, that'd like, be dope. that that's not a bad idea mm-hmm. um and it's like things we've already kind of been been plotting on like Mm-hmm. I think right at this point it's still like very malleable, so we can do whatever we want mm-hmm. and just like continue to challenge the people going in of like what they're expecting, yeah, um, and what they can get from it. So I think more more to come. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely gonna do another party. There will be there will be free liquor, but I mean uh, that, that's what brings the people in. Yeah, pe- people yeah. people like an open bar. Yeah, I think giving them more than like something that will benefit them. Uh, more more than just like for four hours, like mm-hmm. a, a lesson they can take with them or whatever the case may be. Just like have everyone learn something and take something away. Yeah, because if you're not learning, what what, are, what the fuck are yeah, you doing? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, if you're not learning, you're you're unlearning. I don't know. You're dying, I'm, yo. You're that's dying. That's better. That, uh, <laughs> let's go into maybe some uh some topical shit that's been been happening. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, speaking of pop up shows, what do you, how do you feel about? Uh, maybe these digital pop-up shops are happening, like with Travis Scott and the weekend. With those. Like basically, basically what they're doing is like Travis Scott, like he got arrested recently, but yeah. now he's selling a, <laughs> a picture of his mugshot for forty for like forty-five dollars on his website, but it's only going to be up for forty-eight hours, like stuff like that. Uh, and the same thing with the weekend, like he's doing like this ninety-six-hour uh, online store for his merch. That's so funny. I feel like they're almost like these digital pop-up shops. Yeah. So how do you feel like? Especially someone into that. How do you feel about this exclusivity and basically everything? Do you feel like it works? Or do you feel like it's maybe too much at this point? I think it's too much, but I think it also works. So I, I don't mm-hmm. know what's going to make it stop. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if, if that's the way people yeah. can make some very quick money. Yeah, like, it's like, true. Really it grabs like, people's attention because, like, I, I feel, but at that point, it is going to get too crazy. It's almost like those dismantable self-destruct kind of shit. Yeah. Like, it, it gets so out of hand and uh, it's so now, but everything is so now with with twitter yeah. and everything so it's it's feeding into the news cycle for sure mm-hmm. like in the same news cycle that like uh proper proper news sites or like corporate news sites mm-hmm. are falling into like i feel like creative news sites are falling into that trap as well like they feel like they have to continue to tell stories and like always have the hottest news coolest mm-hmm. shit and that's just watering down the quality of things it is it's very true because like i feel like culturally or, or as as a whole like maybe we're, we're watered down because like 
everything has to be like flushed out and just like executed so quickly yeah. that we don't really take the time to, to examine quality, which, yeah. is, which is which is definitely becoming a, a handicap. It's important. I mean, yeah. that's what you got to do to really like make sure something lasts beyond yeah. uh, a news cycle. Make, yeah. it, make it last for, for 10, How do you feel like you're years. trying, how do you feel like, like personally and yourself, how do you feel like you're trying to balance that or do you, would you like to, how would you like to balance that? Um, where quality matches basically the timing, like, like you get something, something done at, at uh, a respectable time, but at the same time, the quality is, is still up to par. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to do a better job of balancing that. Like, one of the one of the homies was telling me, like, treat it like a mixtape. Like, tr- treat these projects like you would a mixtape. If, if your homies latch on to it, cool. If not, mm-hmm. keep it pushing. Like, yeah. Don't be so precious with things, but mm-hmm. also give it the time and thought that's necessary. Yeah. Work. I think I'm trying to do the same. Like, like you almost have to force yourself to do a deadline. Like, uh like with the project I just dropped, like uh, like the oxyhedron yeah, pro- yeah, project, yeah. like uh, I'm basically giving myself a deadline to get something done every week and uh, sure. and just being on my ass about. It. But I think like, think it's rewarding because I want to do I want to do more and like uh, like basically what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It's almost like like back to basketball, it's like basketball drills, yeah. like like suicides. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to keep momentum. Like, mm-hmm. I think I got this is a project I've been working on for like two years. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've been trying to push it out the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like got stalled on it, got distracted, and like now I'm like very conscious of like making sure shit gets done. What brings you back to those projects like that? Like, um, I think there's there's projects like that that'll be on my mind because I uh, I don't think I've I probably I probably talked about it on the podcast, but maybe not to you personally. But like easily like the best thing that got me into design was maybe cartooning. Like mm-hmm. I, I I think to this day I still really want to have my own cartoon, but. Yeah. I've really been into that funk again lately with uh with seeing all these people create their own content. Yeah. So uh just going back to that, uh, I feel like I'm just re inspired in a way or almost like reborn from that same person I was in high school. So do you feel like you've had that same recycle as a person? Yeah, I mean it's like the things that really matter will will continue to resurface. Mm-hmm. Like you you have to like scratch the itch eventually. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's what it's been for me. It's like the projects are very personal and like they mean a lot to me. So mm-hmm. you'll get distracted by like other things in life mm-hmm. that maybe don't mean quite as much yeah uh but like that you need to tend to at the time yeah but the stuff that that matters will resurface most definitely like yeah. i or what have you what have you explored you feel that's been like maybe like an added added effect to that like maybe like an added in addition to the foundation um i think it's just been like learning from creatives like mm-hmm. exploring more doing and like oh almost like adapting with, yeah. with the creative you met that's 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 a good way to put it that's a really good answer yeah just like trying to learn learn from from learn from those people mm-hmm. who are like experts on the thing they're doing mm-hmm. and see what i can take <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you want to say it like yeah. that sure i mean All it's right. like truthfully see, see what you can take I yeah it's important mm-hmm. also be conscious of what you can give as that, well that's like, very true yeah i don't think I, I don't think about that balance too much so yeah so that's good it's, to it's, hear. Gotta, be, it's gotta be symbiotic uh let's see let's um are you up on I? Uh, let's talk about the death of the MP3, I guess. Okay. Uh, because apparently, like, uh, the maker of the MP3 is trying to basically get rid of the MP3, which is interesting, cause especially with the, uh, like, the resurgence and like the the dominance of streaming. So yeah. that that's interesting. It makes me sad. It it does, yeah, cause like, like LimeWire was the shit. It what it really yeah, was. Yeah, LimeWire really was the was. shit. Oh, have you seen that? Like, uh, this is so off topic, but I don't care. Uh, it's. <laughs> There's this dope picture on Twitter of uh, of a jacket, like a blockbuster jacket, and it has like all these other basically failed internet things. Uh-huh. Like like there's a there's a logo of Circuit City, there's a logo of LimeWire, there's a Lime, there's a logo of uh, of Napster. Yeah. And it just made me think of that. Yeah, so, no, that's yeah. I mean, 
I, I, I'll be sad if MP3s are dead. I'm already sad because I, I, I used to download all of the all of the albums that I mm-hmm. make, um, illegally, but I would download them all. Mm-hmm. And now I don't. Oh yeah, like the discography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that used to be a lot of fun, just like downloading the discography. And, like, also, one thing I try to like always transfer over from like one computer to another is mm-hmm. like all of my music. Mm-hmm. And I don't have like I haven't downloaded. Like, I don't know the last album I downloaded, which is like crazy to me. That's that's a good point. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I downloaded. I can't remember the last time. Wait, I, I just bought an album, I think. Uh, I bought Logic's album. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because like, I'm a supporter of that guy. Okay. He's a, it's like a hometown hero. Fair, fair, yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. You're from Virginia. Yeah, Virginia. Yeah, Northern Virginia. Like, right outside, right outside D.C. Got it. Got yeah. It, got it. I, but uh, going off that, do you feel like like that, this talk of discographies, do you feel like you're a collector in a way? Do you collect anything? I try to. Like, I definitely... Try to like I, I'll go through the Discover Weeklies and just mm-hmm. like pull, pull pull my favorite like mm-hmm. selects. Um, I don't know. Oh no, not not just music, but I mean just like anything. Oh, I mean, I try to be like mm-hmm. I not not too much, but mm-hmm. like collecting art I like mm-hmm. and like wanting to get from from a clothing standpoint. Like there's brands that I really enjoy. Like I need to have a piece from all of them mm-hmm. um, and just like support those support those people. Yeah. Um, but I don't know not. Not too much. I don't. I don't think. I don't think I'm a hoarder. No, <laughs> no, not like that. I mean, like maybe there's like something you're passionate about that you, that you collect. Like I, uh, I think like like when inspired this podcast basically said I collect records or I used mm. to. And I don't not as much anymore, but that that's really uh, something that's inspired me, especially creatively. Just yeah. like seeing all the artwork and it almost inspires me as an art director. Fair, fair, so fair, yeah, if, if anything, I would be a, a collector of, of clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like brands, brands that I, that I really enjoy. Definitely. But oftentimes I'll get clothes from a place like, mm-hmm. as well, and that that becomes meaningful. Yeah. Um, and like the interactions you have within that, like I think that's why I like buying things in person rather than online too. It's just like yo, you're really about these real life experiences. Yeah. Like you're like you're you're like so like off the radar. That's really cool. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. It's important. Like, like you're up about this this real life shit, these real uh, real experiences, all that all this. Yeah. Much respect. They're good. They're mm-hmm. good people teach you things exactly <laughs> yeah you i mean like google can teach you everything yeah. but like you can learn so much more from a real person because yeah. they've got all these stories sure. and all this stuff i think uh going off that that's where that's why i like going to ask reddit and i like mm. listening to uh podcasts where they where they basically tell their stories yeah like uh like there's this podcast called risk where they talk about just experiences that they face that they've never told anyone so mm. stuff like that is always nice for sure i uh, let's see um are you up on what music videos have you seen lately? And maybe that'll determine like what we can talk about. Uh, I watched I watched a buddy music video recently. Oh, it's uh, I'm, the, for, I'm forgetting the name of it, but the one he did with Kishinata. Yes, I think so. I think I've just seen the promo one with like the car flipping. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, are we still talking about the same thing? I think so. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that. I, yeah. I like that uh, awkwardness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I uh, I do want to know how they did that, how the car rotated and everything. I no idea. Yeah, like, I need to. I, I would love to hit up that director. I think he do, also directed uh, Logic's. Oh, we got yes, the clip. That, we got the it, clip. This, yeah, shout out Nico. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we base yeah basically that same thing. I think he also directed uh, Logic's Everybody video. Okay. Yeah, I don't uh, think I've seen that one. It's I, uh, I feel like it's not as effective, but it's. Mm. It's about the same about the same route. Uh, basically, Logic's on a float, and he's got like a black choir on the float, and mm. he's basically just like talking about how much he loves everybody. Mm. Got it. And then they end up on like a soundstage, uh, 
a neighborhood soundstage where they're basically dancing and uh, song is wait no the song's called Black Spider Man excuse me because uh, uh, the the person featured on the song dresses up as Spider Man at the mm-hmm. end uh, and he's just singing Black Spider Man can you save a brother man basically mm-hmm. uh, I'll but check out logic. I, I haven't really truthfully gotten into a lot of his work I I I feel like I've loved to I've loved to see his growth but I feel like he's kind of lost himself like no mm-hmm. like I love the guy but. His last album wasn't really my favorite because he was, he was basically just talking about how he was biracial the entire time. But he's a great person. Yeah. He's a great... And, like, I'm cool with his DJ. Like, uh, shout out DJ Roderick. Like, I've done... I worked with him last yeah. year uh, when he was working on his clothing stuff. So... Yeah. Uh, but just seeing his growth and basically him as a person, like, he's so about positivity and yeah. that that's beautiful. Like, like a lot of people aren't about that, which, is, important, which is great. Yeah. Um, what about the... Have you seen the Katy Perry Bon Appetit video? No, no, I haven't. <laughs> oh no! Let's talk about what content you you've seen lately. That that would be a good flip. Like something. Uh, the the music other music video I've seen that. Or maybe just videos, or maybe just uh maybe articles like some something that's been. I've been I've been peeping like Heron Preston's uh, like Moscow Lunch. Like he has. What's that? He has um, I don't know. He's like a Donda affiliate, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did like a pop up shop in Moscow, Russia. Mm-hmm. It's like all the content that came out of that was was kind of wild. That's what's up. Um, it's like a weird, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Him, I... him and Virgil de- DJing a set out there, which was kind of kind of silly. Yeah, you can't 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 argue with that. That's yeah. what's up. How do you feel about uh, this whole Connie speculation about him like recording on a mountain? I haven't heard that. You haven't heard that? Nah. Uh, he, apparently, he's recording. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, right. I think the thing I like about this uh, episodes like this because I'll mention something like, "What the fuck is that?" Because yeah. like the the first episode we we talked about Get Out. Because uh, shout out Josh, shout out to Josh Lee. We were talking about Get Out. Yeah. He's like, "I'm probably not gonna see Get Out," and it was like, "Fuck it, I'll just spoil it for you." Yeah. Basically, because 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 we were talking about how Get Out was black people homework, but yeah. he, but he was Asian, so he didn't really care. Got it, got it. So stuff like that was uh, so that's it's an important it, film. Yeah, it is. A, yeah, it is an important film, and uh, especially with the alternate ending that's come out, uh, people are really talking about that. Alternate ending. It's a terrible alternate ending. Like, cause base, is it alright if I spoil the movie? I, uh, okay. <laughs> can, I, can I spoil the movie? Yeah. Uh, okay. Go, go for it. Okay, so uh, I, no, hurt my feelings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically at the end, like, uh, he he kills the entire family, but I. Uh, at the end, because uh, at the beginning, like you see on the trailer, like he, he gets stopped by the cops. Mm-hmm. But at the end, he also gets stopped by the cops while he's killing the family to defend himself. And he thinks it's that same cop, but it's actually his friend. Mm-hmm. And but the alternate ending is that the uh, the cops are real cops at the end, and he gets uh, he gets he goes to prison for life. So it's it's a that's it's a, a worse ending. It's a shitty ending. Exactly. I don't like the way that ends. Yeah, at all. It's a, yeah, that's what the alternate ending is that he gets. That, make, that makes me kind of upset. Yeah, it, exactly. It, it makes you almost wish that it was the real end, that it wasn't, that they didn't use it in theaters. Yeah. Because w- it would have been such a terrible movie, but that was the ending. Yeah, that would have been, would have ruined the film. Yeah, it would have ruined the film. Um, I, where did we get up? I don't even know <laughs> how, where that came from. I don't know either. How did that conversation start? It's a, it's a sad one, though. It's yeah. a sad note. Yeah, <laughs> let's, bring up, let's bring up some more positivity. Um, let's see what we got here. All right. How do you feel about, do you feel, this goes back to what you were talking about, what I was talking about earlier about collecting stuff physically, like, as stuff is becoming, like, more and more digital, like, with streaming, mm-hmm. and, uh, like, even with digital lookbooks and, like, uh, like websites like that, how do you, how do you feel like we can continue to collect things physically? Um, I think it comes down to quality, like, 
things that are digital tend to be fleeting mm-hmm. and like just given in nature things that are quality kind of want you want to be able to have them and hold them and like keep them forever mm-hmm. um so i think making more quality things seems like a solution to that mm-hmm. um i don't know digital is easy though which it is, is, which is yeah tough. people like digital it's mm-hmm. just a very it's like simple you can do it very quickly it's funny how people are almost actually trying to like recreate faults with things like uh like with analog, like you know how people like will try to like recreate analog sounds yeah. to, to make it sound like For sure. like like vintage in a way. So yeah. it's almost like, but I think people like that because it, it leads to truth. Like it's almost like that truth and that roughness it's is perfect. Yeah, e- exactly. Yeah. yeah, that imperfectness is. So do you feel like uh, with the stuff you create, do you want to create that imperfectness or do you want to create almost like that that genuine and that honesty? I, it's a balance for sure. Like I, I've had this conversation with one of the, a couple of the homies. They're working on like a magazine. Um, mm-hmm. Like we're going back and forth. It's basically between me and another homie. Like mm-hmm. whether it should feel like very polished or whether mm-hmm. it should feel very like DIY. Very. And like those are two very different like vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the DIY nature like doesn't feel as premium mm-hmm. but it also feels a bit more like homegrown and like it feels more relatable almost mm-hmm. um so i think the imperfections of stuff can be kind of nice because it, it makes it feel realer yeah it does it, does. it makes it feel less corporate mm-hmm. um, which i think do you feel like i uh, do you want to like professionally do you feel like you you try to bring that uh with like i uh, with like as a strategist or maybe creatively at, at 180 do you want to do you feel like is that the route you like to go it, when you can? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I have that opportunity. Yeah, um, it's just like I, I feel like the work, the work and the personal work is mm-hmm. like pretty separate at this point. I think I'm at that route too. Like, uh, like, I, like as soon as I get off work, I'm like a different person. Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. I think it's like the ideal is connecting the two a bit more. Yeah, and like not having the nine to five and five to nine mm-hmm. feel like two different lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but in due time. Very true, yeah. Like, uh, where do you see that going? Like, uh, like, I don't, I hate, I hate the the question. Where do you see yourself in five years? But, <laughs> but what's the route you want to? What's the route you would like to go? Like, maybe by the end of the year, or where do you see yourself like this time next year? This time next year? Like, it doesn't have to be professional, yeah, but maybe yeah. just like in any kind of way. I think it's just like working on more of my own projects and then helping my friends with theirs, mm-hmm. and like doing that in a way that's pretty sustainable from like a life standpoint. Definitely um so just like yeah just making realizing more shit and just like not leaving ideas le- not letting as many things die on paper mm-hmm. um for for sure mm-hmm. and helping friends not do the same do you feel like i uh, are you kind of uh like especially with the fact that you're so into meeting things uh like dealing with people and meeting having like these real life experiences do you feel like you you document that in any way or like, like how do you feel no not not would you want to yeah yeah, I mean, I think that's that's an important part is like mm-hmm. that, that portion of the storytelling and, and telling the story of the journey mm-hmm. and like documenting that. It, it it's it's important. It's yeah. something that I would love to look back on mm-hmm. five years from now, mm-hmm. where, wherever I may be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I tend to try not to document too many things myself. Why not? I don't know. It feels it feels like I'm taking myself out of the moment a little bit. Like if I'm trying to capture it. Um, oh, you want it to almost seem seem natural. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't want to f- forcing the documentation feels weird. Like there's things like that I would love to be able to look back and like have a photo of right now, mm-hmm. but I don't because I didn't document those moments. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I, I think that's interesting. Like I, uh, I think 
I've, I've said a metaphor like this before. Like you're almost like guest starring in, in a show about your life. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's a, that's interesting. That's, <laughs> that's interesting. Heavy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, that's how I feel about myself. Cause like, I, uh, I've said this, I've said this to friends plenty of times. Cause there's been plenty of times where I'll be friends with somebody for maybe a year, but this time next year, I'm like, well, maybe we going separate, separate paths. So I almost feel like I'm guest starring in my own life or maybe they're, just a seasonal character in, in, yeah. in my life so absolutely mm-hmm. the repeating characters are funny yo the re- <laughs> those are always funny. do you feel like they've grown like your, your repeating characters have grown like uh like they're they're not like like the witty childhood sister and they've grown into be like this mature yeah, person yeah i mean it's like what is the show uh girl boss have you seen the show on netflix no this, this is uh, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I don't, yeah i don't really love this show the plot of it kind of upsets me but mm-hmm. the repeating characters or like the random like side characters are the star of the show in my book. That's really cool. It's like kind of nice. That makes me want to check it out then. Yeah. The whole, I don't know, the whole premise is that maybe, maybe you could talk about another episode mm-hmm. after you watch it, but the whole premise kind of upsets yeah. me. Oh yeah, uh, episode eleven. I still have not seen Abstract on Netflix. Like this has been like a running uh, gag where we, where, <laughs> where every time we'll, I'll talk with somebody creative, they're like, "Oh, you gotta watch Abstract on Netflix," yeah, and gotta, I still yeah. haven't seen it. You gotta watch that. I still gotta watch it. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, that's something interesting that I feel like this would be a really great question. Do you feel like we live in a world that like an inclusively exclusive world? Mm, talk me through that a little bit. I don't know. Like I feel like I feel this way, especially with Instagram, that we get. Or a good metaphor for this is follow requests. Like, I almost feel like uh, we're almost allowed, we're, like we almost have to ask to be allowed to be in these uh, in these worlds that people create. Yeah. In a, in a way, like um, like with with brands and uh, even with with Instagram, like the way people document their lives. Do you feel like uh, it's that way? Like like the fact that we experience everything, but uh, everything isn't granted to us. That, yeah. That's the way I feel. For sure. Yeah. I think it's like you have access to everything, but you don't. Yes, exactly. Like you can, you can look, but you can't touch. Like it's, it, I mean, it's, it's real I mean, talk. There's, it's weird. And it's, it creates a bit of like the voyeurism's real for mm-hmm. sure. Like everyone can see everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there's, there's definitely a, a big barrier to like participating in different in, in worlds. And yeah. Like it, it's almost creating like, I don't know. I, I, the way that, there's been a lot of articles saying that I think Instagram's creating like this mental health, like uh, like it's it's affecting people's mental health. So I would believe that. Yeah, yeah, because sure, yeah. Yeah, uh, just because uh, it's interesting that we have so much granted to us, but we're like more self conscious than ever. Because I think it's because uh, I think it goes back to the idea that maybe ignorance is bliss, and that uh, we wouldn't even care about the stuff if, if it wasn't in front of us yeah, all the time. For sure, like my a friend of mine has is an artist, and mm-hmm. she doesn't have an Instagram. Oh, and it's like people don't know what to do. It's like, how do I evaluate this artist? They don't have an Instagram. That is a good question. Like, yeah, it's like, do I just do I just look at the art and like make an opinion myself? Yeah, or like, <laughs> how am I supposed to figure out if they're good or not? Yeah, it's it, almost it's ironic. Like, yeah. yeah, it's it's weird, and I've had like conversations. Like, I was trying to like help her get place at an event, and like, like what's her following? And I was like. Oh shit! Damn. It's like she just—I don't know. She knows people in, in life, like yeah. in real life. It's but, even with actors too. Like yeah. people want to know, like, like what's your, uh, like, how many followers you have, yeah. or, or what have you done? Like, what what kind of skits have you done yeah. on on YouTube? And it's just like it's weird. It yeah. forces people to like make an opinion on themselves and like figure out. I don't know. Do you feel like there's a way around that? Like, like maybe just simple connections or. I mean, it's. 
she, she's very certain like if she got miscarried she would she would get popping very quickly mm-hmm. um just because she hasn't like she had real relationships with people that's what's up um but it's like funny i think i'm encouraging her not to it's like it's not i don't know mm-hmm. challenge people to like have an opinion of their own yeah don't, don't let the the likes or the follows like dictate your worth that's true it's it's funny like it's it's funny to say that but at a lot at the same time people are very self-conscious like i know like dope people that they don't have a big following or yeah or even the fact like even the fact with instagram models like all they do is look pretty and they they yeah. got they've got like 961 yeah. k followers it's a, it's a weird distinction between like men and women artists and like how their followers are grown mm-hmm. um i don't know i think it's sometimes unfortunate for like female artists like their following is maybe not for their their art themselves yeah um which is like i think another added layer of difficulty mm-hmm. for them, which is like weird yeah there's a, there's so many double standards with that yeah. which is which is interesting yeah. uh because it's almost rare that you find someone that's like like out of the park attractive and they've got maybe like 400 followers yeah. and you're like who is this yeah, yeah who's this <laughs> yeah all right stuff like that is always interesting uh talking about journeys and stuff do you feel like i because the way i feel about this i feel like we purposely go through bullshit just to just to find the goal and maybe to have a story to tell. Yeah. Because uh, do you feel that, that way by yourself or? Absolutely, absolutely. The struggles, the struggle is important. Yeah. Have you like purposely gone through a struggle to just have a story to tell? Uh, not purposefully, but like, I don't know, maybe accidentally. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I knew it was gonna be difficult, but it was. It felt like it was worth. It was worth going through yeah, to, just like, to have something to, to talk about. Yeah. Like after seventy two, I was like perhaps going to stay and like work full time mm-hmm. i decided to like not and go to europe for a couple months oh sure sure which is like good mm-hmm. it was like going to europe with the homies and just like living for a bit mm-hmm. which like you need to do but like came back and like slept on a couch for like a month and a half mm-hmm. or whatever you almost have to like reevaluate yourself yeah. like and it was like that's it was a struggle for sure but i think that the net result was positive yeah it's interesting because you got, you do have to go to the through those lows to get to your highs and yeah. everything for sure, for sure. I think, yeah. I don't know. It's like knowing that and like acknowledging the fact that there there probably will be another <laughs> low a, like coming up. Is yeah. A bit like you almost precarious. have to like anticipate the lows, yeah. which is interesting. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I do you anticipate a low coming soon or no? I I don't I don't like to think about those things. Yeah. You're Just, you're a very positive yeah, person. Yeah. Try to try to be positive. Mm. Try to anticipate the highs. Make those happen. Don't want to give too much energy to the to the negative side of things. Very true. Uh, something interesting, like, I feel like we haven't talked about this earlier, but, uh, there's so many collaborations between artists and, uh, like, music, musical artists and, like, maybe NBA teams, like, with Drake, with the Raptors, and now Travis Scott's doing stuff for, for the Houston Rockets. How do you feel about that? I feel like that's, like, a big merge of, of maybe the two things that maybe, that you're interested in, I feel like a lot of people are interested in culturally. It makes sense, yeah. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, Beats did it. They did it well. Wait, 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 how do you mean? Music and bringing music and sports together. Oh, like, right, right, right. In a natural way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the two go hand in hand, like, mm-hmm. especially, like, in particular, like, hip-hop and basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, they've gone hand in hand for yeah quite a few years mm-hmm. now. Um, I think it's, it'll, it'll be good. I think it'll be good for, like, dimensionalized athletes in new ways mm-hmm. and, like, allow artists, like, music artists to play in spaces they wouldn't, weren't otherwise allowed. Mm-hmm. Like, Kanye getting hopefully make some like proper sportswear. Like, yeah, it would be nice. I could see him doing like something for the Bulls yeah. or something. That'd be love. Yeah, That'd be love. Mm-hmm. Get, get Derrick Rose, get Derrick Rose back. And get exactly. Some, get some shoes. Yeah, 
or like something like like Jay Z should have been done some. I know he's with the Nets, but like it'd be cool to see him do something for the Knicks because yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, I don't know. I, I feel bad that the first person I thought of for for the Lakers was Kim Kardashian. Uh, that I, I that's should sad, yeah. yeah I hate that that's that that was that was my first thought. Um, <laughs> let's see what else uh, can we talk about. Oh, have you seen uh, the, the Michael Jackson biopic? I, I I watched I watched the trailer for it. The trailer. What do you What are your thoughts on it? I don't know, man. It's it's kind of. I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand. Lifetime. Lifetime uh, is a movie network that is, this is what they do. They're notorious <laughs> for making bullshit <laughs> biopics. This is what they do. Like, yeah, they created a, a whole business model off of this sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's unfortunate. I, I hope that, that this will create another biopic that maybe does a bit more justice. Mm-hmm. Um, if this story is meant to like be a lifetime yeah. type of story that's just there for some <laughs> money and like sell sell a story. Yeah. Random thought. I feel like they're making a cinematic universe for like mediocre biopics. Yeah. And it would be funny to just like see them all come together. Like they do like like I don't know, they do like a movie on maybe the ninety three Grammy Awards, and they're all there, like all these terrible actors. That would be unfortunate. Yeah, you know? it would be that funny. Would, that would be great. It would, it would laugh, cry. Yeah, <laughs> very true. I damn, I, I forgot. It. I was gonna say. Oh, I, uh, I feel like we're. I uh, no, wait, forget, forget what I just said. I uh, what's something you feel like you, I uh, you hated, you loved, and you created this week in the past week. Hated, loved, and created. All yeah, the same thing or three different three different things like or something mm. something you loved about this week something you hated about this week and something you created this week um i one thing that i i think i loved the thing that i created which is like rare uh wait what was it rare what, i don't why? know i feel like i'm very critical of the things i make so I, it's it's nice to make something and also be very excited about it mm-hmm. um like so like a logo design concept mm-hmm. um excited about that that'll be a, can be a very fun thing for just like a art project that i'm working on mm-hmm. um excited very excited about that working gonna gonna work to make it a, like take the contact and try to make it a real thing mm-hmm. which should be fun one thing that i hated this week uh oh, wait back to the love and created hated thing where no two things you loved and hated that you saw that you saw maybe you experienced like maybe ah. you went to like maybe you hated that pop-up that you went to or something <laughs> like that i don't know no the pop-up was solid uh i think hated hated uh, I realized that they don't sell like liquor in like downtown LA. They don't in like certain certain areas. Like I went to a Seven Eleven and like a Walgreens, and they didn't sell liquor there. Wow! And I imagine that was like as a bandage solution to like managing the homelessness in downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, that frustrated me because it seems like a weird way to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. It's like not sell liquor. Um, that bothered me. Uh, I think something that I loved that I saw. I think it was like the pop up was really tight. Like mm-hmm. there was just like a lot of cool people in conversations. Like met a lot of dope people. Mm-hmm. Um, followed up on like a lot of dope people. Um, went out with like one of the, the homies to um, see you soon. It's like an event. Oh, I, I get uh, I always get their emails, but I've never gone. Like I, I heard I heard they're whack. I'm not gonna lie. Oh no. It, I mean, like I feel like we talked about them in the group chat uh, with some homies, and uh, homies were having it. They're they're like I've been to them. They're like their flyers are dope as fuck, but I heard their 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 actual parts are kind of weak. Nah, I I enjoyed myself. Oh. I enjoyed myself. I mean, it was like a it was a good. I think they have a bit of community, mm-hmm. which is nice. I think it's like 
it's gotten very large, so like the community changes quite quickly. But mm-hmm. Last night there was like a lot of a lot of people there that I that I fucked with. So Got you. Oh yeah, like cause like nice. all right, what's his name? Erie Hall. Like yeah. he, he's doing so much. Like I'd love to inter- interview him. Like yeah. he, he does so much. I think he's in the advertising world too, from what I've heard. So right. yeah, so yeah, him and homie homie Briggs was DJing. He's he's good people. Oh wait, is that B R I G G? Yes, I've seen that name before. So yeah. yeah. He was he was DJ. That's what's up. It's always always good. I don't know. That was that was a, a, a love experience. Mm-hmm. Seeing good people. Uh, let's talk about some other things. I, uh, how would you feel? And an interesting hot take that I have is I feel like Instagram is gonna be <laughs> is gonna almost be like a competitor with Getty Images. Right. Yeah, because I I feel like especially now there everyone everyone's creating like so many high profile like digital images. That uh, I think it's interesting that they could compete with uh, Getty Images in a way. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it'll be weird, like, them selling their content, like, the users' content. Yeah. I think that, that will... I can see be it being nice, a direction like, to yeah, go, yeah. It could be a nice additional, like, business model to, to layer onto what mm-hmm. they're doing. For sure. I have an Instagram theory as well, I think. Yes, please share. You, you've seen Black Mirror, Yeah. I have not. I, I just know Black Mirror because like the the main guy from Get Out was in Black Mirror. Got it, got it. That's but right. I've heard good things. I've heard nothing but good things about Black yeah. Mirror. I think just the ranking things is going to come to Instagram where instead of in addition to a, a like, you can kind of do do a one to five situation. Oh, like rate it? Yeah. That might. I don't know. That might. That might hurt people's feelings. That'll, that'll hurt. That'll hurt a lot. Yeah. That. That. That's. <laughs> that'll hurt a that's lot, gonna hurt people's <laughs> like. Like you just get all these like oh I'm I'm such a great photographer one 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 that's, like that'll that'll hurt that's gonna hurt but it, I mean but, <laughs> the precedent is being set on Facebook right now like you have all these sorts of ways to react to photos of content oh yeah that's can, true yeah like love dislike there's a bit of a scale to it I'm actually think. glad they did that because there were so many uh. There would almost be so many like Facebook posts would be like, "Oh, I'm not doing so well." Or, oh, a family member of mine died, and you didn't really know if you could like it or not. Yeah, for you, sure. You just had to basically comment and be like, "My condolences," or yeah. "Hope you're doing okay." Yeah, I think I think, <laughs> I think those added those yeah. added ways to interact are important. Mm-hmm. But between that and then Uber's Uber set the precedent. Like I saw my Uber like passenger rating the other day. Oh, I think I looked it at once. I have it was like a four point seven or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about like, the same for me. Yeah. I guess maybe because <laughs> you're like where's that coming from like yeah. yeah i don't know i feel like that those 0.3 uh, mm-hmm. percent like they're like that. i mean he was good but yeah. they deserve a five yeah. basically like people are like people are pretty picky about that instagram i think that'll come to instagram soon enough and that'll, that'll fuck some shit up that's a really good do you have any other theories like i, I like this bouncing off theories I, I have i have a lot of theories actually. yeah hit me with them uh another instagram theory um i think the algorithm like that changed everything Mm-hmm. I think at a certain point it'd be weird to see Instagram like get rid of the following followers and just only serve you things that you engage with. That would be that'd be deep as fuck. Like you don't, because <laughs> I feel like I think I was talking about this the other day. Like it almost feel uh, people put like uh, it's almost like putting like a price value on somebody. Yeah. Like say you meet somebody in real life and they have like five hundred k followers. You're like, oh my god, I'm next to somebody with five hundred k followers, yeah. but they're just. They're basically just some kid that lives in a basement. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think getting like getting rid of that and just like they already have the algorithms in place and it's learning every day mm-hmm. as people engage with it more and more. So mm-hmm. like, I feel like at a certain point they could just rid. It, it wouldn't make sense, I don't think, for mm-hmm. like from a business standpoint. Yeah, they're monetizing off of influencers already. But mm-hmm. if it just serves you the things that you like 
and like just got rid of who you're following. Yeah. You're only following the, the shit that you're engaging with. That's true. Like, all right. Like, you know, you don't really know. And it, and you're basically wasting a lot of time. You're actually counting how many people are following you or how yeah. many times. Even with this, I feel like the same thing with likes too. That'd be interesting. Like, uh, like you get rid of the amount of likes because I feel like likes do not really matter. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's so tough. Yeah. I mean, I guess it helps in like, I guess the algorithm of seeing like what's popular. But at the same time, like, what is a like? Yeah. And I was like, a lot of stuff I like on Instagram, I like don't actually like anymore. Like I'll just screenshot it or save it. Oh, you, like, are you really you're big on bookmarking? Yeah, I bookmark a lot of stuff. I don't big yeah. I don't bookmark as much as I should. Like I think I only have maybe six things bookmarked, but I'll always screenshot things or I'll maybe DM things to people yeah. that I think are funny, like a yeah. meme or something. Yeah. But I don't bookmark enough. Bookmark bookmarks are that's crucial. Though. Yeah, I don't. People don't really take advantage of that. That's really cool that you do it's, that. It's the key to stealing. Though. <laughs> it's you like you gotta you gotta. You you're basically your sources. Just, it's like a way to just pocket shit. Yeah. Like you're like it's like a digital pocketing it's, of, it's of my, ideas. It's my work cited page. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bibliography. Are you are you into what other what other what, were you into what is that damn what was that website that called that where you kept going to like Reddit websites? Do you remember that? Yeah, it was like no. a it was like a Google extension. Where where you would go to random websites and you would just choose your preferences like you would choose like design or photography or, or architecture. Mm-hmm. No, stumble upon that was it. I'm not. I I know the name, but I don't think I ever got hip to it. Yeah, I, it's a thing I used to do in high school, but I feel like it should. I feel like it should be a lot bigger than it is. You need, the, so the premise is you basically are able to like give your your preferences of like interest. And yeah, find pre- your sites that exactly. You just like so stumble across basically like random websites. I don't know why that why that's not as big why as it is. Pop? Yeah, yeah. It's, I guess it was probably maybe two thousand eight, but it's not really popping anymore. You might need to bring that back. Yeah. yeah. Not maybe you should. I sh- maybe I should. <laughs> I should talk to the guy. Like yeah. I got his number. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, or I guess uh, one thing because I feel like we're gonna close out on this pretty soon. Uh, one thing we can talk about is I uh, because the one thing that inspires me about this about the shows just Albemar and just Albemar in general mm-hmm. is there anything like maybe Almar that inspires you or something uh, Almar you've seen lately that you were like wow that's dope or something there's a lot and I my memory is hit me with it so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to scroll through the the sources so scroll through the saved okay oh through the bookmarks <laughs> yeah. alright browsing through the bookmarks um, but there's I feel like Albemar is more in, like I was talking to my friend about Uzi's Albemar recently uh, oh like how he's doing like all the Scott Pilgrim stuff yeah, I think that, but also just like this the story within the album art and how it correlates to the actual album, which is kind of that's nice. deep. Like, um, like the, just the characters on the on the album art. I guess I never thought about that. I just assumed it was just like a, an immediate knockoff of Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> so I never really took it into account like that. That's fair. But um, I feel that that way about Low Yachty stuff. Like especially like I uh, I follow the guy who who does his stuff on yeah. uh, like just the photography. Like it's really grand. It's really well done. Especially. The album cover now, where uh, for teenage emotions, uh-huh. where he's around this entire world of just people that feel like outsiders, like like gay men or uh, people with uh, with vitiligo, yeah. uh, like over uh, someone with obesity. Yeah. So I, I feel like stuff like that is really, it's really, it's really great. It's yeah, it's different than the the typical DJ Cannon or <laughs> <laughs> or uh, what is that? What is that called? Uh, damn. I don't know. Album art's important. It's like a. I feel like it's a lot of a lot of people miss on the album art. It's like a missed opportunity to tell a really nice story. It is like because immediately it's the first thing I look at. Like the way people say like 
uh, pictures worth a thousand words or don't judge a book by cover. Yeah. I, I judge an album cover by its cover. It's hard not to, yo. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people... I had a conversation with a couple of friends about they judged the Kendrick album, the Dan album off of the cover. Oh, like, no. I, a lot of people thought didn't it was going to be yeah. weak. Yeah. Because the, the cover was like not as artful, quote unquote, as the, some yeah, of his other stuff. Very true. Um, but I don't know. Had to, it felt like a Time Magazine yeah. cover to me. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. yeah. So like, I like, when I saw that, I was like, it's going to be important. Exactly. Like, um, or just hearing the album, it made me appreciate it more because it felt like uh, I thought it was the moment he got shot. Mm. That that's that was my picture. Like he almost looks like he's in a a gaze, like right yeah. as he just got shot, or like uh, or right as like like basically like the milliseconds right before that girl's about to tr- pull the mm. trigger. Yeah, I need to listen to that again. Someone was telling me the other day that it's like uh, you need to listen to it backwards. Yeah, you can do that because and... yeah, it's the idea of choice apparently. Yeah, I don't know because they have they're, to do that. Yeah, there's no nation, <laughs> but it makes sense because like I uh, because like. So that's the beginning. It's almost like beginning. Oh, I was born. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, have you seen? Like, you've heard. You've heard "Ready to Die," right? No. no you never heard "Ready to Die." Like, uh, Biggie's "I'm Ready to Die." Oh, I have. Okay. I, uh, I don't, but I yeah. don't know it that well. Oh no! Just how the ending is. It's so like melodramatic. Uh, how at the beginning Biggie is born. Like, uh, <laughs> it's like Diddy's there as the doctor. He's like, I feel a heartbeat. I feel a heartbeat. And yeah. then like the baby comes out. He's like, Yes, yes. And yeah. it's like it documents all these lives. All these segments of Biggie's like where he's about to like rob a train and he's like, Nick, are you with me or not? Like, we got to get this money and all this other stuff. It, it's so melodramatic, but it made me think of the beginning of uh, that. Uh, it made me think of Duckworth, how yeah. he's like uh, telling the story before he's even born and then it goes backwards and backwards and there. So he mm-hmm. dies at the end. Yeah. It's a, it's a solid album. Yo. Yeah, it is. Ke- a solid. Kendrick's, he, he needs to drop the greatest hits. He'd, no, uh, it's, someone was t- talking about how Drake would probably have the best greatest hits album of all time i don't want to hear that you wouldn't no. like he's got bangers on bangers on bangers I'm like drake, i'm not a drake fan you're not no explain yourself i i don't know drake in my mind is did you ever like drake uh yeah yeah i did yeah. i feel like when he when drake was being drake and like making his own like his music and not biting other people's styles or flows like i feel like that way with j cole like j, i don't listen to j cole anymore because he yeah. makes you sleepy yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a fact, yo. J. Yeah. J. Cole was a, was my shit in high school. Yeah, but I don't know. At Friday Night Lights, all all his best work was mixtapes, and that kind of makes me sad. That's true. Like, yeah. uh, what's his name? I like I twenty fourteen for Social Drive was like decent. Yeah. I still haven't heard that last album he did for your eyes only. Still yeah. haven't heard it. Really? Nope. Not gonna, no plans of listening to it. I don't really care. I got through three <laughs> tracks, and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> It's not, a, it's not a bad album. It's not a bad album. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. But I think Drake is, I don't know. I, I've i called him an appropriator in the past. I'll say it again. He, I feel like that's what he does. He just takes people's, at this point, he just takes people's flows. And yeah. Like, gives them like a social currency and like hype and buzz. Yeah. What are, uh, no, I feel like he's, he'll do that to a point where uh, you almost have to like, he's like, I'm a, I'm gonna te- I'm I'm gonna give you a fish, but then you gotta learn how to fish. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like with the weekend, because uh, he basically stole the weekend's entire album with Take Care, but then yeah. the weekend became this huge pop star. He's like, "Welcome to the Welcome to the Mile High Club, little yeah. nigga." Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I respect Drum. You know, he he bit Drum's entire entire flow and his yeah. entire song 
But drum. he came back with Rockley. Yeah, and yeah. Drum, drum was like, no, I'm not, yeah. I'm not having it. Exactly. More hits. Yeah, shout out to Drum, too. He's from, he's from Virginia. Where? Right, yeah. right, that's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah, uh, I, think, I think my uncle knows him, but I, I don't... And then, <laughs> no, shout out to uh, Tayshawn Jones. He's, uh, he's another homie of mine. He did his first mixtape cover. Where? Yeah, uh, I forgot the name of it, though. One Epic Summer? Yes, yes. A, thank a, you, thank you, for, thank you, thank you for picking up where where I was falling down. No, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Yeah, he did. He did the album card for one epic summer. That's a, that's a solid, yeah, solid take. Yeah, I, I still haven't heard. I just know Cha Cha, which I was is... I was at a drum concert uh, on election night. Actually, fun fact. What? Yeah, <laughs> he had a he had a concert on election night. Yeah, that's funny. It was, it was at UCLA. It was real random. Oh, but it was like I don't know. I feel like I've been very far removed from politics since that moment. It mm-hmm. just I haven't haven't been been paying attention. Yeah, like the last thing I want to talk about in the show is politics. Yeah. Honestly, like, yeah, I, I'll save that for for someone for someone who really yeah. cares and is very uh, is very passionate about it. It's not but awesome. hopefully, hopefully Trump gets out the paint soon. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um. Well, then, what other what uh what artists are you listening to lately? Then, or what's um what's uh an impactful impactful piece of music that you've heard lately? Uh, I've liked. Inglewood with an E. I don't really know anything about them, but their Pastel Beach album was really nice. I, I need like, to check that out. I felt like band, which was cool. Um, I've been listening to a lot of like P Funk lately. Oh, that's then I'm pretty sure. Did you dig the the Awaken My Love album? Yeah, absolutely. That's what's up. That's a solid album. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, flip. You flipped a lot of a lot of things I listened to growing up, and it was like that yeah, was good to hear. Yeah, I'm hyped to. I I ordered the VR vinyl, but mm. I. It's back. Uh, I sent it to my mom's house in Virginia, so yeah, I believe because I was moving at the time, so I didn't know yeah, if it was actually sure. be in my own place. Yeah, but I'm excited to get that soon. I, I Calvin Harris. I hate him, but he's been putting out hits. So you like you like Slide? Yeah, it's a good thing. Uh, it's it's okay. Like I wasn't expecting Quavo to be on it. Quavo and Frank Ocean to be on it, yeah. but I mean, I I'll take a Frank Ocean song when you give it to me. Yeah, at this point, <laughs> like, like, if it, if can't be true. exactly. I'm like sure, why not? Yeah, he, I don't know. I have I have a weird aversion to him. He's just like come in and like come into hip hop. Yeah, and like he's putting a lot of artists together that should. I think other producers should be doing the things he's doing. Is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Um, the future, future Khalid tape or track that he put out. Did you hear that one? Future and Khalid did a track together. Yeah. With oh wait, Kevin Harris. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Like, well, why can't they just do the? Why does he have to be the plug? Why is he putting them in the room together? I don't know. I mean, that's the same way with Khaled. Like, you could say yeah. DJ Khaled's the same way. I feel like Khaled has a track record for that sort of thing. Though. He he put in his his thousand hours. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's like, I because he's asking for vocals all the time. Like, yeah. he's he's vocally he's vocalizing how much he needs these vocals for sure. Yeah, <laughs> he's being vocal about it. Yeah, I guess we should close out with this soon because yeah. I, I feel like we've hit our, our deadline, yeah. apparently. We got our tour yeah, cut ex- off. Exactly. <laughs> All right, do you, have any, <laughs> do you have any closing remarks or anything? Closing remarks. Um, uh, you want to you, you share your uh, your Instagram or your or your Twitter to like the 15, 20 listeners of this? Yeah, this. for sure. <laughs> uh, at Marvin X James, mm-hmm. um, collabing with myself. Uh with Marvin and James collide. Yeah. Um, I, closing remarks, I would say work with work with your friends on things. Mm-hmm. That's all. S- support your friends and make make cool shit. Exactly. Quality, quality cool shit. Because if it ain't cool, it's 
it's not hot. No, yeah, no, no. that's that's not good. You don't want to make things like things things you make are gonna be around forever. So make make it last. Yeah, make it last forever <laughs> and ever. It's a strong force. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if if you taught us anything, close with that acapella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i think that's gonna close out uh this Appreciate week's episodes that. of uh of the deluxe version we have did, you you do know the reason it is called the deluxe version right no oh i like i like to explain it then because because okay. a lot of people don't ask and i like when people ask and then so basically it's just like the same way um the same way albums have have deluxe tracks like mm-hmm. they have like the bonus tracks. so i feel like this is just like a bonus track for maybe me or maybe whoever's uh, on and it's just a chance to maybe explore things we you don't really talk about too often or uh, or I've never really talked with you personally about yeah. it until this episode and eventually like I want it to be about artists album art and directors so basically that same way that same that same flow just like the deluxe version of things they created and just yeah. talking about behind the scenes of that so Definitely. so basically like bonus content for sure yep so fun, weekly man. bonus content of me and homie said that I'm blessed enough to have come through. So I appreciate you coming through this week. Yeah. So we're going to close out on that on this week's episode of the Deluxe Virgin. Until next time, I'm out. I'm Miller Sharp here with Marvin Simmons, and we out. Peace. Peace.